Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Our guest here today is Emma Kupu Mitchell, and I've known Emma for many years. She is a wonderful friend and a very gifted healer. She does a lot of sound therapy as well as astrology. And Emma, can you remind me what type of astrology you do or what's your spin and take on on astrology yeah aloha michelle this is kind of <laughs> this is kind of surreal because we've known <laughs> we've known each other since our kids were little right but that's yes. a whole nother podcast i'll keep focused on on why we're here and yeah so Thank you for inviting me, first of all, and congratulations on launching your podcast. I, yeah, who am I in my work? It's funny, isn't it? We have lots of different roles, but as a solopreneur, my my business really has taken on a slightly different shift. I know we were chatting pre-recording here that, you know, as a a woman in her mid-50s, I began really my healing journey or my business journey back in my early 20s in holistic healing so I had a really deep desire to support others in returning back to wholeness so mentally physically spiritually and what kind of stress related external factors pulled people away from that so early years it was very much focused more on the physical healing you know I licensed as a massage therapist and esthetician in in England probably hear the accent here and then realized that the natural plants and herbs and flowers really resonated with me so I I kind of then did the the clinical aromatherapy and a a little bit of flower essences in England and sound healing and Ayurveda and you name it it was really when I came to Hawaii in early 2000s that I, I found a whole nother array of skills really and and tools I mean it's endless and you were instrumental in that Michelle I have to say that you know the astrology was always interested from a personal point of view but it felt very heady so I'm very practical and earthy 
And the astrology, the awareness and the knowledge, I loved having consultations and you sharing, you know, your, your experience, but the studying only really happened in depth about seven years ago. And it's more Western, actually, much more Hellenistic, traditional with the seasonal rhythms of nature. So the astrology that I love to weave in, and it very much is more a weaving than a standalone. I kind of say that I'm a shamanic astrologer, meaning I focus on, on the whole chart, the sacred circle of you. So your birth chart in relationship to the elements and the seasons and the rhythms of nature that, you know, traditional cultures and our ancestors used to live in harmony with the living sky and earth and I think you know technology is brilliant we can google and we can pull up so much software to get pictures of the sky and but it can be overwhelming and it makes it very flat for me very three-dimensional and heady so to summarize, I guess the astrology that I do is more lived, elemental and shamanic based, looking at the soul's journey in relationship to the moon, for sure, because the moon to me is the most intimate space of our emotions and our sense of security and safety as well as intuition and our spiritual connection. And the S, the sun, you know, the solar aspect of why we're here is important, but I tend to begin with the moon and other aspects in the whole birth chart. So kind of putting the sacred back into the soul and into the astrology. Oh, I love that. Yes, because after all, it's really about who you are in this lifetime, in this carnation, here on earth, the way I see it is that it opens up all the possibilities and all the wonderful aspects of who you are in this lifetime and the challenges and the opportunities to kind of expand into embodying more of your soul or experiencing more of who you are as an individuated soul, physically apart, but of course connected consciously with other souls. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, who yeah. knew? I mean, I I had a little, and every astrologer has their own way of communicating. I found that, you know, there's I think what's important is for your listeners finding somebody that they connect with particularly in the language because astrology is a language right mm -hmm. so you know you need a, a translator of that language that you resonate with and can understand but yeah I mean I'm constantly learning about myself through the charts and, and clients I, I see and it's it's infinite isn't it I think the mm -hmm. more that I learn about astrology the less I feel I know because it's so broad <laughs> yes one thing I love about your style is that you really honor the earth experience so you go into the elements and how it ties into who you are here on earth and that's kind of like your lifeline yes. it's a very nice guide or blueprint or roadmap to 
to kind of keep you on course in case you drift and feel like, oh, you're just here on earth existing and you're lost. The chart is such a beautiful beacon to bring you back to who you are and your your purpose of your incarnation and your mission for this incarnation on earth, your elemental and shamanic way of interpreting and translating someone's chart is all about them on earth for celebrating their manifestation, who they are, their personality and how they work with that. I think that's, that's wonderful that it's not about just being out there, the stars that's so far away and can be mysterious and sometimes out of our imagination and then the sacredness of the earth experience and that reminds me of your childhood being raised on a farm and your granny and the herbs and your aromatherapy and you make these beautiful I want to say concoctions of scents and experiences in a bottle and I I love how it's all coming together that Many different parts of Emma come together and you create these beautiful experiences, beautiful products and services. I think it's just perfect. And I'm so grateful and honored that you you are my first guest and you agreed to be here with, with me today. Oh, it's a pleasure. I, you know, the embodiment, that's probably my Taurus son. I was going to say, we should, have a, we should have a quiz, shouldn't we, of your listeners that know a little bit about astrology what well, everybody tends to know their sun sign but yeah i'm giving away aren't i the senses and the the physicality and the embodiment for me having mm. a taurus sun is really important so the smells the taste the textures right that embodied pleasurable experience of of from my perspective why we chose to be here we we live in a body yeah, we live in the material realm and, and the stars and the galaxies for sure <laughs> are magnificent. But then, you know, how do we choose to live that through through us and our birth chart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I often think of our senses as the, the enticement of being here on earth because for some the earth experience is challenging. Yeah, I mean, life can be, I mean, we all get pulled off track, don't we? And let's face it, not to discard the chaos and the turmoil that's going mm. on right now on our planet. But that also is, you know, it's easy to get pulled away, isn't it? And the distractions and the stress and the challenges. But how do we find the joy in each moment and the beauty and, and the pleasure? And it can be something really small. Like I'm very happy with a cup of tea, as you know, a good yeah. cup of tea in a conversation. I'm right there. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and a scone or two. Oh yeah there you go I was oh, thinking yes. yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> all of the above <laughs> yeah but that actually brings me to to thought on the other benefit really of of astrology right now in chaotic times is not that it's predictive because nobody knows but it kind of is like reading the temperature of the room, isn't it? We get an idea that, okay, it might be a bit kind of choppy and a bit tense 
right now, but how can we best navigate it? I kind of gives it gives us a heads up so that everybody can make, you know, greater choices from a space of higher awareness. I think awareness is key, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also being aware that it's cyclical. So you have you may have the rough and choppy times, but not to forget that that's not permanent and that we move through those times to the more relaxing more yeah uh, easy easy i guess you could say times where we could relax and just yeah, enjoy yeah. a little bit more so i love that it's also cyclical correct yeah great reminder and i mean you're launching your podcast at a time you know there's wonderful resources but knowing that you're not also not having to do it alone right mm -hmm. that we're all kind of in it but your cycle may vary a little bit on the challenges to mine depending on time and location of birth right i guess that's what astrology really does it's a moment in time and space isn't it yeah but very useful you're right that nothing is permanent that mm -hmm. everything is temporary and that is a great reminder isn't it mm -hmm. the cycles yeah the cycles yeah yeah so i was wondering because everything that's created has a life and could have a birth chart so i was wondering if you would be open to read the birth chart of the podcast of the money lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs i thought that would be kind of fun to see what you saw as far as the the podcast as a creative work and its mission or purpose in the world of course i'm just pulling it up there it's yeah because everything has a birth date right <laughs> so yeah is this a good time to kind of share a little bit of what i see i've just pulled yeah. the birth chart yeah so we're looking at well today we're giving away the date of the recording so the birth date of or the solar solar date for yeah your your podcast today july 21st 2022 and we've given the time the birth time when you probably press the button on launching it out into the world right 11 23 p.m but and here in honolulu oahu so i am using the whole house which is more traditional the hellenistic approach there are many ways to look at that but we're going to focus more on what i call the sacred geometry or the key three placements which is where i always begin as as like a, a, a touchstone or a cornerstone of of who you are or who the podcast is and it shares the energy so what i mean by that is the sun the sun's placement the energy of that placement and the moon and the rising or the ascendant so let's begin with the moon i'm going to begin with the moon of the yeah of your podcast so the moon's placement is at the very last degree oh no hang on let's have a look i should get my glasses on actually it's not that's the sun it's well it's late degrees of taurus so the moon and so the moon's placement is where we feel most at home 
most secure. It's that intuitive kind of nurturing energy and the emotional intelligence of the podcast. So earth element fixed earth. Taurus is about the embodiment and they are the most patient kind of grounded and they navigate to fix signs, stabilize the energy of the season, the kind of midpoints. So the higher frequency is that they are reliable, patient, grounded, wonderful listeners, the embodiment of the pleasures and the senses and the practicality, Michelle. The lower frequency, which I'm sure you won't experience much in this podcast, (laughs) is the stubbornness and the inability to, you know, move or initiate or change, right? Taurus can cling and I can speak very lovingly because of my lot of my Taurus energies. So, you know, let's go with the, the fact that they might not be the most adaptable, but they're extremely, extremely reliable and whole space. Great, great listeners, as I said. And that's the moon. So the emotional connection, it's the how wonderful is that for a podcast? The ability to hold space and anchor that grounded, supportive energy. The ruling planet or the guardianship of, of the moon here is Venus. Venus kind of is the guardian of Taurus energy. So Venus brings in the love, the pleasure, the beauty, the senses, the artistic kind of creativity, as well as the ability to magnetize what you value in your heart space and, you know, the material energy, even money, abundance would come into that. So it's a wonderful placement for the moon of the podcast. And let's look at the, so the moon would be more that receptive ying, energy the sun is the doing more active part of that and the element is a warder it's in cancer and cancer being a cardinal warder initiating the movement if we think about the element of water water activates the frequency of sensitivity feelings it's the emotional realm so we've got the embodied taurus earthy material realm with the sun in cancer at the last degree michelle so for me when i mean that each of these placements we can go from zero to 30 degrees so the sun is at that kind of urgent last degree if we think about birthing actually in labor it's it's that 29 degrees of any of the signs to me holds the essence of all of that element so it's full of that cancer water and you know because your son is in cancer right Charles not long had a birthday, her own solar return. But cancer to me is very supportive. You know, it's the home, it's the family, it's the nurturer. Again, secure, comforting, very safe space. So just looking at those complementary elements with the sun and the moon, earth and water energetically flow down and in. 
So if we think about, you know, from an energetic point of view, what the podcast is bringing, extreme sensitivity, emotional support, a very safe, nurturing space for the listeners and for the guests that come on and the groundedness to offer that deep, restoring, nurturing, safe space. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and love then- that too, because I didn't look at the Western chart when I was deciding on the birth, the podcast birth time, because oh. I, I knew I, numerologically, I knew I wanted it on July 21st. But as far as the time, and I thought, hmm, I don't know what, so I just went with what felt really good. And it's an odd time. It's, you know, almost midnight at 11.23 p.m., but it's 23.23. So I had the intention that it's going to be a safe place. People can listen in and feel supported. And if they're having a bad day or if they're confused you know, with something that happened in their business or whatnot, that they could always tune in and listen and hopefully feel a little bit better, a little lighter after tuning into to an episode. So I love that. And that's so perfect. And it's surprising, but not surprising. I love it. And look at you, your son is in cancer and my son is in Taurus. Yes. (laughs) So for the first guest, I know I had to giggle at that when I looked at the chart. And then the ascendant or the rising sign. And there's a lot of different perspectives on this, you know, that that which really kind of indicates the first house and where the sun is rising on that eastern horizon when the chart is initiated so often the the energy there is said to kind of lead the way every time the podcast is listened to or aired so whatever your rising or ascendant sign is it brings a frequency or energy a little bit like a singing bowl or a tuning fork when the sun rises in the morning how do we meet the day the rising sign gives a great indication of that. What energy are you meeting the day with? And for this podcast, your podcast, it's in Aries. Now, I mean, a lot of your listeners might not know, but you do know that I know the Aries energy very well because (laughs) my husband has all three key signs, sun, moon, and rising in Aries. And as the podcast to have you know, the, the rising or ascendant in Aries, it's a fire element, a fire sign, and it's the first fire sign that initiates. It's that maverick, the spark of creative expression and initiating and paving a new way that maybe nobody has done, very much leading the way, guiding. It's that guidess, goddess maverick energy that nudges us to perhaps step out and step into something that of that courageous energy like nudging nudging you to go yes you can do this just do it it's very much the i am and in the lower frequency can be a you know a little bit selfish or it's my way and that way but again the higher frequency of of something like this podcast it it blends really well with that earthy 
watery sun and moon that the fire kind of nudges some creative energy here mm. and yeah and takes action so you know I sense that well there's a lot of other planets there you know as well Michelle and you know given the time of the recording we're looking at the birth chart and the key energies but we can't forget that the planets going on around us and setting the tone in the sky the transit the moving energies we've got a, a lot again going on particularly jupiter and chiron in aries so i sense that you know chiron is the healing shamanic medicine it's like a balm and i see and sense this podcast being medicine and creative balm for all of your listeners it's a beautiful birth chart here and to have jupiter launching at this time and chiron's about to go retrograde that we've got more of an inward energy of how do i want to show up as all of your podcast listeners how are they showing up and what are they taking from the podcast that can be nurturing and healing and medicine for their own lives. So that's just a little summary of the energies of, yeah, the birth chart. Kind of cool, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that a podcast or a business, these are energetic entities. So they can have birth charts or they can, you can determine the, the life path of your creation by looking at their, their birth chart. A lot of what you said totally resonates of what my intention was around the podcast and even the name of the podcast, because you were saying the Mars energy, that one of the lower frequency or vibration was my way or the highway pretty much. And I thought, well, it's lighthouse and the lighthouse really just stands still and just kind of holds space. It's confident. It's just there. It's planted itself. So it's not going to be chasing after anyone. So there's kind of a Mars energy to a lighthouse where it shines and it's bright, but it's, it's not going to be running around all over the place trying to, you know, save everyone. It just kind of is there it's being supportive in a way that it's holding space, it's shining its light. And it's not necessarily my way or the highway. It's just the, like you said, the I am. So I am here for you. I am shining for you. I'm holding space for you and welcoming, welcoming people. So I thought that was great because that was exactly how I felt about, about the lighthouse and the analogy or the the imagery of the lighthouse and what it stands for. So thank you so much. That was, that was beautiful. You are welcome. Yeah. That kind of independent illuminating light, which yeah, of inspiration. And as I mean, you are a very gifted practitioner in many different holistic you know numerology and astrology yourself and I just look very simply at the timing you know that 1123 
p.m. fascinated me. And I know, yes, you're right, 23.23. I looked at the 11.23 and <laughs> reduced it down to the 7, right? The 11, 1, 1 is 2 plus the 2 plus the 3. You know, the energy, I often look when I blend tinctures at the frequency <laughs> of the time of your birth and look at that in relationship to the chakras. So 11.23 creates a seven. So the seventh chakra, the higher aspect, right, of connection to spirit. There you go. The spiritual sense, the intuition, you know, trusting that divine faith and wisdom, something greater than just ourselves and that we're we have higher energies connecting us always. So I knew in some way that, Michelle, yeah, you've been guided to, to do it on a specific time and date. So what a wonderful launch pad, right? The energy of this birth chart that carries the podcast for the rest of its life, like our birth charts do, the essence mm. of, of who we are, the essence of, of the podcast. So Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, it always surprises me how spirit, how when you work with your intuition, how you just trust and just kind of take a leap and follow the breadcrumbs, the synchronicities, the magic, how everything unfolds. And I'm so, so appreciative and thankful that you we're able to take the time to spend with me and do this wonderful reading on the birth chart of the Money Lighthouse podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Emma. You are welcome. It's an absolute joy and pleasure. And I, I can't wait to listen to more episodes with you. Yes. And our next episode, just as a little preview, we're going to have Emma Cooper Mitchell back again, and we're going to chit chat and talk a little bit more about being a spiritual entrepreneur. So that's going to be very exciting. I know you probably want to listen more to Emma and her, her about her business. So stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic. <laughs>